0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Mostly Horror early and ad free on
1: Amazon Music. Download the app today.
2: You're listening to a Morbid Network podcast.
1: Apple
3: Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases and 1%
4: on anything you buy with your titanium, Apple Card, or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply.
5: Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs.
0: Welcome to Mostly Horror Movie Night. You're
4: scared, you're scared, we're scared of oh yes.
1: <laughs> I'm Steve. And I'm Sean. Sean, why are what you so the... excited? Dude, dude, who did we talk to, Steve? <laughs> let let the people know.
0: We talked to Chris Dudley, who is from uh, a little from? band. <laughs> what are you from? <laughs> from a little band uh, you may know called Under Oath
6: never thought that we make it out
1: of <laughs> bro listen yeah we we got to talk to chris and you know i'm i'm so grateful and so stoked for for everybody that we've talked to on the show i'm not here to pick favorites it was really fucking cool to talk to chris yeah. today i've only been a fan since i was in middle school like 12 years yeah. old dude so uh it's and we, we had cool. a great conversation so yeah yeah uh,
0: chris chris was great um and it's just a great interview uh get a chance to talk um some under oath stuff. Uh we get some cool tidbits about their music video filming. Dude. Uh I mean their their 20 plus year life as a band so far. Mm. and um, still kicking it. And still kicking and horror and a, b- a bunch of good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. so we have a great conversation. We're not gonna take too long in this intro. Um, before we do get to the interview though, I I you know, uh not to to my own horn or talk about my own stuff, but I guess why not? because this is our podcast. I'm currently trying to develop and, and write this feature that I a short that Sean and I kind of just stated and I finished the short of. I want to mm-hmm. turn into a feature. So I've been doing some research, just the various horror films just to spark some ideas. and I'm doing some hereditary research the other day last night actually. And I found out that while it's never been explicitly stated by Ari Aster in any way, Mm -hmm. there is something that happened in real life that is very similar to something that happened in hereditary. This doesn't discredit anything from the movie. I think hereditary is the best horror film ever made in my opinion. still love it no matter what, but I have a little story to tell uh, all of you listening and Sean, you'll get some, some information. Um, So in uh, August 31st, 2004, um, 21-year-old John Kemper Hutcherson was driving drunk early Sunday morning when he hit a telephone pole support wire that decapitated his friend. uh, I think, oh, shit. I lost his name. No, no, no. Wait, where'd it go? You got it. Okay. Uh, That decapitated his friend Francis Brome as he leaned out the passenger window. Uh, Hutcherson then drove 12 miles to his suburban Atlanta home and slept in his bloody clothes, leaving the headless body in his truck. A neighbor walking with his baby daughter the next morning discovered Brougham's headless corpse in the truck in Hutcherson's driveway and called the authorities. Um, they had both been drinking at a bar. And I yeah. guess the driver, Hutcherson, again, who was 21, I think his friend was 23. Um, they were both very drunk. Uh, Hutcherson I I believe from another article that I read was uh, twice over the legal limit of whatever the legal limit was in uh, Mm -hmm. Georgia at that time Um, and yeah Brome his friend was feeling sick and stuck his head out the window Mm -hmm. and just swerved Uh, yeah I mean it's it's just the fact that that actually happened because that's something in that movie that you're like what a fucking awful awful unfortunate thing that yeah. seems it seems very close to reality but you're like there's no way that could happen you know what I mean? yeah
1: well so it's funny because when watching that movie you know charlie gets it from the pole itself like the end in my head i was like would that knock a head clean off because in my head i'm like there needs to be cutting um yeah. you know i could understand it obviously like snapping her her fucking neck and i was like yeah. maybe if you're going fast i was like i don't know the science but i don't know if that's possible so to hear yeah. that it was but didn't you say when you just read it, uh, it it was, was a the wire. cord it was See, a wire, yeah so that all right listen this is a horror podcast so we're gonna dump, d- jump into some uh, some horror horrific ideas here but like do you think like so they like, just clean cut this guy's head off can you fucking like imagine what he experienced because he was still your brain is still gonna be alive you know for a second and like with charlie i'm like charlie got knocked the fuck out dude like yeah. charlie didn't experience shit upon impact but getting your your head cut off instead of like smashed off dude that's i don't to answer your question no uh, i i you I, aw- Can't being sick when you're drunk is already such a terrible experience. And then I just imagine being like uh, uh, and just like that being your last. Oh god, that's fucking awful. It sucks.
0: It's it's a sad story, especially because they were friends like they were friends since high school. Uh they went to the same high school, and it's to the point where um they're the the parents of um of Francis Brome requested like leniency. Um, yeah. against uh, against Hutcherson like his mm-hmm. sentence I think he got like five years or something he only um, did five he did yeah he did five Holy years shit. because they I mean you know it's one of those it's vehicular manslaughter but it's one of those things where it's like yeah you. they know he didn't mean to you know what I right. mean it's, he didn't he didn't put his friend's head out the window it's, it's just tough like, it's such an unf- it's it's one of those things that there's no like good way to look
1: at it no fucking sucks exactly i
0: think that's why it works it's, so well in
1: hereditary too it's um you know it, I, i'm gonna put my foot down here and be like drunk drunk driving is never fucking okay oh, and i'm not absolutely. just saying that yeah. to be like the person pushing the whatever with like you know i've how dare lost... you push that drunk well, driving no <laughs> bad i just meant like wrong. i i just meant like you know like we've i i've lost friends in yeah yeah, and i'm pretty sure like you you have too. like we've we've definitely lost acquaintances like it from from them driving to other people driving like it's not fucking okay so part of me is like you know this dude deserves to have the book thrown at him on the other hand it's like yeah like you're he's 21 you make Mm -hmm. a stupid decision and i'm sure that that knowing what he did to his friend is going to mess him up for the rest of his life uh there's no coming back from that you don't you don't ever become okay after that. So,
0: yeah, that's, I don't know. It's very true. Uh, yeah. And there's no good, like, like you said, I mean, there's no, like, there's never a reason for it. And no. there's no, it's not propaganda or anything like that. That said, random story. Uh, when my dad was a police officer, when he was a um, patrol officer, he, mm-hmm. like, went, like, out, like, went in went into harm's way to, like, pull over. A drunk driver and yeah. and like i remember seeing it all on camera because he won a mad award for it like mothers against drunk driving i remember oh. going with him to like the banquet and they like celebrated like a bunch of because of like it was it was yeah. like a guy that had a bunch of shit on his record and whatever and i just no. remember that happening but it's it's so
1: it's fuck it's so fucked yeah yeah no that's that's just crazy but it's also like I mean, shit like that to to, to leave the actual fucked up that situation behind and, and to talk about the hereditary side of it. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street happened because Wes Craven saw he saw a weird dude out of his window when he was a kid once in a in a weird hat, and he saw a um like a newspaper or, or a news article about a uh, a young kid or like a mm-hmm. young man who was convinced that if he went to sleep he was gonna die and he was having like a lot of sleep issues and his like family and his doctors were telling him he was crazy and he went to sleep and he died and it's like a real thing and like that was a big part like west just fused these two memories together and a ton of other stuff i'm sure but yeah that's you're insane. gonna look it up yeah that's not, oh, absolutely yeah as i was gonna say i it's it that's like confirmed
0: <laughs> yeah oh no i i yeah see it instantly i yep. uh yeah we got a Maybe that's that's a story worth telling. I feel like if we can break that down into yeah. an episode, that's, yeah, we could
1: definitely talk about that. We could we could just go we could have an episode where we talk about like the real life events that inspired a yeah. ton of horror stories. Um, yeah. Oh, dude, write it down.
0: Yeah, it's been <laughs> written in my brain. Um, well, listen, uh, yeah, I I wanted to tell everyone that little story uh, that is possibly behind one of the bigger horror films to come out in the yeah. past decade. Um, I know you've said a bunch about it, Sean, but any last thoughts before we get to the interview with Chris?
1: Uh, get your skinny jeans ready, dude. Get your fucking, <laughs> get your bows ready, dude. Call your boys because we're about to throw down. <laughs> That's fair.
0: Uh, hope you guys enjoy our interview with Chris Dudley. Yeah. Uh, stick
6: around for the game. Never thought that we make it out of the, not scared, not scared.
2: Whether you're shipping 100 packages a month or thousands, ShipStation lets you automate routine shipping tasks and easily handle returns. Manage orders, print labels, compare rates, optimize every shipment, and automate delivery notifications with ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard. Plus, you can access industry-leading discounted rates from USPS, UPS, DHL, and Global Post with discounts up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. Over 130,000 companies have grown their e-commerce businesses with ShipStation, and 98% of companies that stick with ShipStation for a year become customers for life. Optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Use promo code WONDERY today at ShipStation.com to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com promo code WONDERY.
5: This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment.
0: All right, we are joined today by Chris Dudley. Chris is a composer and multi-instrumentalist, most known as the keyboardist in the multi-Grammy award-nominated band Underoath. After almost two decades and over one million albums sold, Chris is also composing music for film, most recently 2021's God's Waiting Room and 2020's Bad Candy. And in addition, about two weeks ago, Under Oath's newest album, Voyeurist, is out now. It garnered praise from across the world. We love it as well. Uh, Chris, thank you for being on the podcast today.
7: Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. (laughs) Thank
1: you so
6: much, man. Absolutely, man.
1: Absolutely. I'm just going to, I'm going to hit strong and I'm going to tell you, I have been a fan for a long time, dude. So we're
7: very, very stoked <laughs> oh, to have you. I, yeah. love that, I love that. You've got the, the merch and the dude, whole, the whole night. i I'm here. This
1: is yes. <laughs> yep,
7: this I, is, did. I didn't, I didn't mean that. I just,
0: <laughs> this is less, <laughs> less a horror interview, more
7: us being Under Oath fans. Interview, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we're going <gonna laughs> to talk about horror, but we're going to yeah, talk about Under
1: Oath
6: first. I
7: love uh, Steve and I love that you have the ready or not poster back there. Cause I was just talking to my wife the other night um right before we went and saw Scream, um, I was saying that uh I was stoked that those guys were doing it because we we both just loved ready or not so much. So, so as good. soon as your picture popped up and I saw that background, I was like, Oh yeah, we're gonna be good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Dude, radio silence, I've I've they're killer. Given I've given them praise every episode almost yeah. probably, but they're I love radio silence. Yeah. So yeah, they're so,
1: yeah. so good. They will eventually come hang out with us off. On the yeah, the show, we're working on yeah, it, eventually. but we're
7: getting there. <laughs> yeah, get into existence, you know. It was, yeah, <laughs> what's funny is, I was uh, I was talking about Ready or Not with a friend the other day, and not to give any spoilers or anything, but there is a to me, a very cool thing that happens at the end when you guys know what I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely. You're, where you're waiting to see if something's going to happen and then it does happen, yeah. And he was like i loved it right up until that point and i was like are you kidding me yeah like, no way dude when me and my wife were watching that we were just like yes like, yes. It's yes so
0: sick yep. it's, yeah it's i sean did we see it together
1: yeah yeah you were sitting yeah, right next I, to
0: me i leaned over to sean and i i said this is going yeah. to happen and,
1: yes. I, <laughs> and then boom it was, <laughs>
0: it was perfect
1: and it is it's it's a i understand i don't agree with but i understand um you know, someone thinking that that's a very big turn from the rest of the feel of the movie, but it's such a fun way to so wrap fun. everything up. You know, yeah, I so I, I think you're nitpicking at that point.
7: Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's. I thought it was great. It yeah. uh, I loved everything about it. So Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> not to diverge <laughs> much from. No, listen, no, fine, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, but yeah, man, I I have loved under oath for so long. Um, you know, I, I love all your music. Define the Great Line changed my life. I remember being in middle school i'm not joking i'm not joking at all i remember <laughs> uh, i remember being in middle school watching like mtv music videos in the morning and writing on the walls came came on the tv and it yeah. just have not been the same since, man that's so, awesome thank you yeah. man.
7: i i appreciate it where it's uh yeah i don't know it's for me it's wild that you know anything that we have done ever has affected anyone in that type of way because for us it's literally just like oh like we like to get together and uh you know write music as a group and then we hear stuff like that where it's just like oh man this thing was a big deal for me or it helped me or whatever and for us we're just like oh cool like it it also is good for other people so yeah yeah. (laughs) no absolutely yeah uh huge
1: impact um so speaking of uh you know, just for anyone who who may have been living under a rock and, and doesn't know about Under Oath, uh, do you want to kind of give us like a quick, a quick explanation of the band or how you guys got together, like a, a short spark note history of the band?
7: The, the Yeah, the very short of, uh, of it is uh, we got together when we were in high school, uh, decided to start playing music together. And then we kind of uh, were, we're, we're a, I guess what I would call a heavy rock Heavy metal band. I don't know. D- depending on what your what type of genres you like to talk about, yeah. uh, we're, we're a heavy band. Uh, we started playing heavy music when we were in high school, and now we're all uh, late thirties, early forties, and it's been our careers. It's been our only career. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah. high school. So that's uh, not common, I know. But uh, I'm thankful that you know we've been able to, you know make our living and raise our families and all that from just the six of us playing heavy music together, which is wild. So it's, it's insane. It's it really it's so cool. It really is. And it's not yeah. lost on me. Like I know that that's not common. So yeah I'm, yeah, I'm very, very happy.
0: It's so great that you got it. It's so rare too. like, as you know, Sean and I both as fans of quote unquote heavy music or whatever you want to call it, you know, the scene, um, it's so cool to see a band like yours have such crazy longevity. Like Sean and I, you know, er, literally earlier today are talking, you know, trying to see like like what album is this now? Like, oh, album 9. Yeah. Like, on over over 20 years of a run. Like, yeah. You don't see that at all. <laughs> so, it's very insane.
7: Yeah, it is insane. Like, we're we are just in a wild spot, you know, where we we're I, the fact that we're still able to do this, and like you know, this far into our career, this new one being the first one that we've actually uh, uh, like done all our all on our own, um, it hmm. it seems like we would have done that back in high school, but like we were like, you know, we're this far into our career, we're like, hey, we should like record our own record and not have a producer you know all that stuff. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. Like it's been a long time, but in a lot of ways it doesn't seem like that. Like, yeah, you know, we all still feel like we're 20 in a lot of ways, you know, playing music, but then, you know, it's uh, I think with the longevity comes, you know, experience and knowledge and all those things that we're able to carry on and, you know, do things smart and we think do them well. So I'm I'm thankful overall. Absolutely. So yeah. with
0: with this, this record, Voyeurist, uh, again, came out on the 14th. So it's the 25th. Now it's been out for a little over a week. What, you know, with all these years of experience and all these years creating music, and you know, no, no two under albums are alike, but what would you say you've taken most in creating this album? Or what do you think people are going to kind of notice specifically from Voyeurist, uh, compared to even Erase Me or, you know, some of the earlier work?
7: Man, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I will say that one thing that we've been hearing a lot is um, this is the record that I wanted you guys to do after fill in the blank. Um, gotcha. you know, after they're only chasing safety, after Define the Great Line, after disambiguation, whatever. Like, a lot of people have been saying that sentiment, which mm-hmm. uh, to me, I think, is is cool and i think that it's kind of telling that this record seems to be like we we never go into writing saying hey let's write a record that sounds like this or let's write a record for this purpose it's literally just like hey what are we all feeling right now like what's making us excited and we write that but the fact that this thing that we have connected with in this moment in time is something that a lot of other people are saying like oh this is like what we want from your band that's cool you know because that's not anything that we really ever pay attention to so that's yeah i don't know like i'm assuming that a lot of that has to do with the fact that we didn't work with the producer and that we did the record ourselves and all that so i think maybe there's just uh a more pure version of us coming through if i had to Yes, that's Uh, fair but it's always i don't know it's always weird for band guys to talk about their music because they can get super heady (laughs) and super like you know into it but uh i don't know we we like it and we think it feels really cool and a lot of other people seem to agree so that rules
1: yeah no absolutely. absolutely um it's wild to hear that you guys kind of just come together and 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 feel what everybody else is feeling and just sort of start writing and, and see what happens. At least that's, that's kind of what it sounded like you were saying um, because your all of your albums have such, it, it feels like there's such a vision behind it and it's so unified um, not just from, you know, the music, but from the artwork and your music videos, you guys have put out some of my favorite music videos of all time. Oh, so thanks, absolutely. when does, at what point in your writing process does, does like some of the visuals and stuff, which it seems like you guys value a lot. When does that kind of start? being talked about
7: way after everything else um we're very uh you know let's focus on writing the best album that we can and then everything else comes after that and you know i'm super thankful because so much of the visuals and the you know the branding and the merchandise and all that stuff that is all a a direct result of us working with crazy creative people in those fields um you know we are not necessarily great at any of those things but we know a vibe that we like and we have a usually a general vision of what we like but then we go and we find people who are ridiculously good at that stuff you know like our uh you know for voyeurist we um you know we're working with uh tension division is a you know Creative agency, we, we the guys that we've known forever, um, and been able to work through everything from like the digital ghost stuff, the album artwork, uh, you know the, uh, you know all the visuals having to do with this record in general, um, and then you you know even if you go back like um, when we did uh, the album Define the Great Line, we we knew that we wanted to. Uh, we wanted to have rad videos and we didn't know exactly how. And we found these directors from Sweden, uh, this group uh, that called themselves Popcore. And uh, we were just like, we, we had seen like, I think like two videos that they had done and we were just in love with their style. We're like, this is exactly what this record feels like to us. So we contacted them. We ended up just flying over to Sweden and we shot all of the videos for that album at once. Like we were there for like, I think we were there for like a week and a half and we shot all the videos at once cuz we knew we wanted them to do all of them. So, we do have a that's so cool. a vision of like everything working together but it's not like we're sitting back and like writing the treatments for these videos and okay. all that. It's just you know we we know when to take a step back and let people who are really good at their jobs do what they do. So,
1: yeah. Absolutely. You guys you guys understand yourself what you're looking for and and how to how to pick the right people. That is what we're not good at.
6: <laughs>
0: oh man that is so yeah that's crazy that's a cool that's a cool story and tidbit behind recording those is was there ever so you guys are telling me that you never had the thought like the majority of your old music videos, you're like, I want to be in a tiny house for like, a lot of these. Like we need to be in tiny houses. It seems I mean, like it feels like you're always so, in a tiny
1: house. Yes. Yeah, so many videos. It's you guys all like with all of your instruments, just packed in a small room. And it's yeah,
7: one we, of my favorite things. We're way ahead of the tiny house curve. We're like, listen, guys, like, <laughs> this is what we want. No, again, that was literally just uh popcorn being like, Hey, we have these ideas for these videos. One of them, you're going to be in a tiny house and another one you will be in a tiny room. And, we're just like cool your stuff looks great so just tell us where to stand and what to do yes. and we we trust that you'll that you'll do well and that's that's normally how we approach videos in general is we find directors that we really like and then we just ask them to do what they do and yeah the majority of the time that works out great um you know there there've been times where it hasn't as much but you know it's it's uh you know it's part of the process you know
0: yeah, Absolutely. it's cool because there's there's always a consistent vision. Like with with, uh, erase me. It was a lot of like data moshing feel, and obviously you guys had a specific colors uh, color scheme. And then um, with voyeurist, it's very, you know, glitchy and static and and that sort of vibe as well. Um, mm-hmm. I I for one, if you guys want to go back to doing like 480p you know, like, <laughs> like high contrast music videos. I'm all for it. Sure. All, you know, forever. Funny is,
7: is my favorite music video treatments are the ones where they say that off the top that the band is not in it. Cause man, no, like nobody wants to look at us. Like I, my whole thing with music videos is it should be, Uh, a video that works whether or not you care about who the band is like some of my favorite music videos of all time don't have a member of the band in them they're basically just like a director who had a vision for a short film and then they happen to work with a band to bring that about you know yeah um but uh yeah i mean there's just like there's this uh this health uh video i don't know if you guys have seen it with like the the flamethrower you guys seen that one I don't think so. No, it's, it's this random video. It's, it's very odd if you look at it on paper, but it just, it just works so well. Like things like that, where just a, a, a director with a singular vision getting to run wild with what they do. That's yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. That's, that's my no, favorite.
1: It's, it's funny that you say that. Cause I think you guys have that perfect mix with, with, with your videos where it's you guys and a story writing on the walls is one of the ones I immediately jump to. But even when you guys aren't in the videos, um, like too bright to see too loud to hear is one of my favorite videos that you guys put out. And it's this animated, you know, through this like landscape uh, and it just has this super, super cool art. And I don't, I don't know.
7: I I like that video a lot. Um, You know, again, that was uh, you know, that was, uh, I think that was a popcorn video as well. Um, And yeah, that was one that we're, we're thankful that we weren't in it because it would have not looked nearly as cool. I actually have, um, it's right over there, right off camera. But the, the the whole video for that is like it revolves around this kid that's looking for something. He finds this like this like turny music box thing. I have the mm-hmm. music box from the video. I use it for like, I think I have like fireworks in it right now or something. <laughs> that's <laughs> so amazing. I, I, I always keep a a piece of um uh something from our music video sets. Like every every one, I keep a little yeah, big or small. Um, and that's yeah, sitting right over there. But I. I can't get up because my headphones.
0: <laughs> no, you're because, okay. Yeah, that's amazing. No, that's that's definitely smart to keep all that stuff. That's it's a cool little trinket to continue to have.
7: Too. Yeah, I'm just overly uh, sentimental with things, um, which is you know probably not the not the greatest thing because I don't have a ton of space to keep it all, but. Dude. Um, <laughs> Here, yeah.
1: so right my room is super dark but it is filled with stuff if you can yeah, see it's just yeah i'm a mess, mess.
7: Things. <laughs> so, yeah, I've got, i don't know if you guys are like this i mean may, maybe you are steven because i see your poster mm-hmm. on the floor but i've got so much more wall art than i actually have room to to put it on yeah um, oh you can't see <laughs> well, i can see how it's, cluttered it is i can't yeah
1: <laughs> my my walls are there's no space <laughs>
7: Yeah. And what's funny is like, but I can't get rid of any of it. Like I've got just all this art that I love. Like most of it's, you know, movie posters. I, I had this whole thing with like minimalist movie posters and um, I've got quite a few of them framed, but they're just in a closet. Cause I don't have room for them, but I, I just can't get rid of them. It's yeah. probably, you know, probably a bad thing. My right. wife got me this uh, for Christmas two years ago, this like amazing, like it's like, 18 by something framed uh hereditary minimalist poster where it's like the uh it's the uh the tree house and then like uh the he- headless uh uh corpse yeah, like yeah, like yeah. Close to it and it dude it's it's so sick that and it's, sounds because so i got nowhere to put it well yeah. i guess i could put it right there i don't know you I, got I some have space? space there for something i just have yeah I, I can see it's,
1: some of your walls means you got work yeah, to do <laughs> yeah it's a problem <laughs>
0: i i have uh we we both live in new york used to live in michigan and i had a bunch of posters on my walls in michigan and coming here a lot of those posters are now under our couch because they don't fit and it's yeah. very sad and that's why ready or ready or Not's on the floor yeah. i back it for for yeah. putting <laughs> it there yeah so i was gonna say oh go oh, go ahead sean
1: I was just going to say he's got a, you got really cool mask behind you. It seems like you're a bit of a collector.
7: Oh Um, yeah. Uh, I, I like masks a lot. I I have more than this, but I just, I just need shelf space. Yep. Um, a couple of them are screen used from films that I've worked on. Uh, this one, uh, it's a, uh, it's a fencing mask. Basically, if okay. I work on a film and there's a mask involved, I immediately hit the director up. I'm like, yo, can I get that? At yes. <laughs> so that was from a movie I did called Whelm. Mm-hmm. Uh that one's from a film I did Candy. called Bad Candy. Yep. Uh that one I got from a friend uh who composed a movie called 1031. Um, okay. and that is uh a, a mask from that because okay. I remember that and he hooked me up. And then the other ones are 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 uh custom ones that uh, a friend of mine in Atlanta makes. uh, Well, one of them, two of them are that. And then there's this one from a, this dude called grave productions. And yeah, I just like masks. I don't know. I've got a, I've got a weird thing with them.
1: Same. I have a ton stuffed <laughs> under my bed right now. I have a space up here that I'm going to clean off and we're going to, we're going to put them there. It also, looks
7: to me like you're pointing straight up. Where it is. Like, I'm just going to hang them from the ceiling. No, it's, <laughs>
1: it's, there's like a, I'm in a tiny New York bedroom. So there's like a, a big shelving spot that I'm not going to do anything with. So I'm just going to get bust to put the mask on.
7: But did, I love did, the idea that there's so little wall space. You're like, well, the ceiling's basically like another wall. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you got to look at it. If it wasn't all the way up there, I would uh I would be on top of it for sure. But you said, I'm sorry, you said your friend did a movie called 1031. I I'm 98% sure that I have that movie on DVD. Um, and I think it was gifted to me and I just haven't seen it yet. So it's very well, it's funny. Nice. That
7: that. It's yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's I'll a, watch that tonight. A um, and yeah, he, he, uh, he composed it and yeah, it's, it's a ton of fun. And, and they, they were doing like an Indiegogo thing, I think. And that's how I ended up getting that. I, I, I like, uh, I like helped out with it and then I, I hit him up on the side. I was like, yo, how can I get one of these masks? And he's like, oh, <laughs> I'll see what I can do. So
1: absolutely. Yeah, well, I I love, obviously, you know, this is a horror show, uh, so we're going to jump into the horror a bit. Um, yeah. I, I love hearing that you're a horror fan. Uh, when when did the love for the genre sort of start for you? Was it a childhood thing? What What's your earliest memories uh, with horror movies in the genre?
7: Yeah, it definitely started. I think what's funny is with so many people that I know that are, like, really into horror, it started when I was watching movies when i was way too young to be watching them like yep. it's it, <laughs> the case with like so many other people um you know i remember you know watching nightmare on elm street when i was way too young i remember my parents had a vhs of the shining that they had recorded off of uh usa um and that and i i watched that when i was i was single digits so <laughs> way too young for sure um and yeah I, that It really, the first time I remember realizing that I really had a thing for horror was when I was in uh, middle school, I would, uh, we had this video store down the street from my house and I would every, basically every chance I got, if I had money, I would go and I would just walk and, you know, through like the horror section, the thriller section. And like, it would take way too long to figure out what it was I wanted to, to, uh, rent and I would just rent anything that I could that had cool box art. Uh, But then I, even when I didn't have money, I would take a notebook and I would walk up and down those same aisles and I would make notes. I'm like, okay, when I have money, here's what I want to rent. That way I can save time when I'm here next and just spent way too much time in a movie, in a movie, uh, video store. And, um, yeah, I would just, was just always searching out the next coolest, weirdest, scariest thing. And, um, you know, every now and then I would get that one that truly like scared me and I would be just so stoked. Um, and then, you know, then you have the other ones that are just fun and dumb, yeah. you know, it's still, still a good time. And, you know, in general, it's not, I'm not like a lot of, I, I know a lot of people who are really into horror are mostly only into horror, but like, mm-hmm. I, I like just so many different types of movies it just happens to be that horror is the one that i you know come back to the most yes. um, Same. Yeah. you know but i like as much horror as any other type of art where i th- i feel like with any type of art whether it's music or movies or books or whatever like 90% of it is not good in my opinion but then like that 10% that's like great i'm just like you know yes put it in my veins you know a hundred percent it's also i feel like horror
0: in a way is so accessible in terms of you can find your own little corner of horror that you can feel like is your corner you know what i mean like you can for me as an example like i'm I'm a big fan of A24 and and what people would call elevated horror. I wouldn't call it that, but that's fine. I like film that, Twitter but that, get
4: you
7: for that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fine. They they don't care. Or they I don't care about them. But so I'm a big fan of, you know, like quote unquote elevated horror. But then on the other hand, I'm like, I also love this monster movie and this, you know, paranormal movie. So I have like my group that I love and I feel like it's accessible where everyone can be like, I like horror, but I like A, X, and K. You know, like you can just pick your own. Yeah things from horror that you love yeah. and that's what makes it so accessible
7: yeah for sure, for sure and what's cool too for me is my kids are getting to an age <sighs> where i'm able to start introducing them to different horror films you know age appropriate and whatnot but yeah. my oldest, she's going to be 13 this year and i so she's been the one that i'm i'm able to be like all right we're going to sit down we're going to watch this movie tonight and it's, nice. and I, I love it because the majority of my favorite movies of all time, she's never seen because she's not quite yeah. old, but like we watched like, I am legend and the village and these, these movies that don't, you know, it's not like crazy nudity, like, you know, right. There's, you know, there's no nudity. There's no, you know, insane gore or anything. It's just like yeah. frightening, you know? Yeah. That's been just, it's been <laughs> sick. i it's- I it's <laughs> um, it's oh, yeah, well, basically
1: what you're doing. And I you're you're curating a horror starter kit. Basically, you're, <laughs> you're taking her her through the levels. And um, and there's something I, I mean, tell me if this resonates with you. But I love finding people that haven't seen I'll do it with any movie, but especially with horror, finding people that haven't seen those movies and showing it to them. Um, because it's it's almost like a way to vicariously relive your first times through them, you know, like yeah. I'm sure you're watching her watch the movie half of the time. You yeah, know? I,
7: I try not to because I don't <laughs> want to be that person. That's like, <laughs> right. Look at this part coming up. Well, yeah. Oh, what did you think of that? You know, none of that. Yeah. But what's what's cool is like we um we watched The Sixth Sense and uh, at, I mean spoiler for six cents is whatever but um when he gets shot in the beginning and then it cuts to him walking down the street she's like uh she's like oh well he's he's dead and walking down the street and i was like huh you you think he's dead she's like well yeah we just we just saw him die and now he's here so what is this so like a like a ghost thing and i was like uh, well, I was like, well, he's talking to the little boy, and then she, then she went into like the, oh, okay, well, I guess, guess he didn't die, you know, blah blah blah. But then it gets to the end, and she was like, I knew it, yeah, I <laughs> he was dead, you know, it's too, too quick, yeah, that's so <laughs> that's, great, yeah,
0: that's amazing. That's uh, we well, if you're ever looking for any any in the middle sort of things, uh, you know, maybe not like at the thirteen year old level, but a little bit younger horror
7: for kids. The new Are You Afraid of the Dark series, uh, which oh, is different. We watched that as a family. I loved it. Yes. It really good. Wait, oh, I, I don't have my phone here. I have a picture of uh, me and my oldest uh, Halloween of 20 night uh, 2020 we dressed up as uh he she was the i forget the name of the girl character and i was the the the, the big kid with the watch horror movie shirt like yes. made our costumes like that's who we were for halloween that year it was the the sickest that's, that is that's so great
0: good. i wanted we're, to plug them really quick because sean and i yeah. just watched it uh and it's yeah we we both enjoyed it a lot mm-hmm. um Everybody like a, to
7: watch that like it's it's yeah. good even if you're not a kid like it's just absolutely unlike like yeah, it's it's good times. Plus, I I loved the original growing up. Like uh, on yes. Saturday night, I would always watch that. So to hear that they were doing that again in general, I was like, oh, even if this is not good, I'll still enjoy watching it. And then when it ended up being like way above what I expected, I was like, oh, damn. Okay. And the uh, the showrunner for that actually did a really cool movie called Happily. Have you guys seen that?
1: No.
0: Is yeah, that so- um. I can't remember what his name is for some reason. Uh uh Joel
7: McHale. Yep, I think yeah. yeah so yeah, so the creator slash showrunner of Are You Afraid of the Darks names, Ben David Grabinski? And, yes. Yeah, a movie called called Happily, which I really enjoyed. It was yeah, it was good. Check You're it. talking I was the say is that the
1: ben, the showrunner of the original or the of the no, of the, the new first one. season. The new one, the first season. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because Ben David,
0: I that's yeah. the guy. Because when we watched the second season, Sean, I brought up Ben David mm-hmm. Grabinski because his name's attached to a lot of stuff now. Yeah, I was like, you got to okay. watch like a lot of things he he touches is going to really pop off. Uh, yeah, he knows uh, yeah. what he's doing.
7: Right. He's he's one of those guys now that I just whatever he's involved in, I'm 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 down with. Yeah. Yep. The new Scott Pilgrim
0: <laughs> anime series for Netflix. I'm pretty sure.
7: Yeah. Yeah. Thing, I saw so. that. That's that's really
0: cool. That's gonna be yep. crazy. That's his next thing. So <laughs> there, you obviously are a fan of so many things of the genre, but. Uh, I like to do this every, every now and then with our guests, uh, I've pulled a couple of tweets from you, uh, about things, things that are horror related. They're not bad takes, so it's fine. Uh, but I, I'm just gonna, I'm going to toss them your way and maybe get a little rationale from you. See what you, you know, what you have uh, to say about them. Let's do it. So this one, uh, it's very recent. It's from, you know, 2015. Uh, so I, I agree with the sentiment, but I, I got to hear your take. Which was almost um,
7: 10 years ago, which is crazy. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, So the tweet says, uh, this is pretty much a PSA. If you like horror and haven't seen It Follows, you need to do so ASAP. Uh, Sean and I obviously agree with you, but can you mm-hmm. talk a little bit about it, it Follows and what you enjoy about it?
7: So I remember I wrote that tweet literally when the credits were rolling on it follows. And I, oh, cause yeah. I had seen it, me and my friend, uh, Charlie, we used to do this thing where we would get together and, uh, actively listen to like a record or a playlist. Um, cause we, we realized that so many people listen to music as a, like a passive activity like while you're doing something Mm -hmm. else you have music on and we were like yo like what if we got together like once a month and just like listen to a record sat down got a drink and just blared a record and like paused in between songs talked about it whatever and then Mm -hmm. that morphed into us doing movie nights the same way Um, and literally the credits were rolling and me and him were just sitting there like what the heck was that like (laughs) yes I remember we did a double feature with It Follows and Ex Machina um, both nice. which I had seen for the first time that night and I uh, looked, my brain, was wow, marbling. that's one
1: hell wow. of a night. Yeah. <laughs> and,
7: uh, so with it follows, like I re I remember my reaction when I realized how much of the stuff that, that he was doing was just, I knew it was on another level. Like in particular, the, the shot when she wakes up in the wheelchair, um, there's you know obviously there's a lot going on but you don't realize that the camera is attached to the wheelchair until like two minutes into that scene and then when she like moves around and it's connected to the wheelchair i was just like yo what i was so stoked on that the shot of the girl at the beach in the beginning yes going back the other way the stuff where the camera like like keeps turning around slowly like the 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 score is amazing that the 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 tension is insane the the rules i thought the rules were just really cool i'm a fan of that like just a very simple rule set that you can follow um yeah overall just i love everything about that movie yeah it's it's amazing
1: we um i we've said it multiple times on the show i've been saying it for years i think that the it follows soundtrack is one of the greatest horror soundtracks to ever come out. Yeah. And um, we actually were lucky enough to talk with a uh, disaster piece who composed the music for it. Follows oh, that's awesome. Show. Yeah. So I'm jealous. Uh, he's, was, he's great. the man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he,
0: he got it. his Number
7: probably. Can We just like, just bring him I'll in. Link, sure. I'll link you in. Yeah. Man. yeah you're good,
0: no, if I was is great. Uh, we've said it before local, you know, Michigan horror film and horror filmmaker. So very yep. cool um and just fabulous movie. Uh all right. We'll get a little bit more recent. We'll go 2016, only 6 years away. Um and this one I'm very curious about. So you said people think that horror experiences in VR are going to be huge, but I, being a huge horror fan, find them almost too scary to be enjoyable.
7: I I, I stand by that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I yeah. Um so I love horror movies. I love Haunted houses. I love, you know, basically anything horror adjacent, I'm just into. That's just my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, horror in VR is I compare it to uh like if you are walking by a rundown house and somebody dri- you're by yourself, somebody drives by in a car and says, Hey, if you go in there, it's actually a, it's actually a haunted house. Um there's nobody in there, but you can walk through, there's a, there's a path. You'd be like, there's, I'm not going by by myself. I'm not going in there. Like, because you are very isolated and your, your lizard brain also kicks in when you're in VR, where you're like, I'm, I'm in danger. It's not like I'm watching a movie. It's like, Oh, this is scary, but it's fun. It's like, there's a part of your brain in VR that gets turned on. Like if in VR, if you're standing at the edge of a building, your brain is telling you do not step forward or you will die. Like that, your lizard brain kicks in. And it's a very similar thing with, with uh, horror stuff where, you know, you are, you know, you see a monster in the corner. Like it's not fun to me at that point. I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm taking this off. Like, I feel like it, it's a I, lot. i don't like it i'm not a fan i i've spent a lot of money on different horror experiences in vr thinking like okay this will be the one that's like cool and fun but Mm -hmm. i just as soon as it gets too much i just i nope out and that's it that's fair
1: that's that's absolutely fair (laughs) i um it's i haven't gotten to experience a lot of horror vr yet uh mainly because i'm broke but i i it's something that I've been really excited about for a long time, kind of like what you were talking about earlier, you know, always looking for the next scariest thing after years of being a horror fan, you, you do reach a point where you're kind of desensitized and it's harder and harder to kind of chase that high. And so as VR was getting, you know, crazier over the past couple of years, I was like, God, when games get, when games get nuts, I'm just really excited to see what that's about. And I tried playing uh, the resident Evil game for a second, but the controls, are still so weird to me that I get dizzy. Like my, my equilibrium can't handle it. So I didn't even get to try out the horror part of it yet. So yeah. I don't want to say that I know I could handle it. Maybe I I could a hundred percent agree with you. I think I just want to try, you know, yeah. get to it, it, point. Depends
7: on, the, on the game. Cause I I'm a VR nerd in general. And there's a lot of stuff that, that earlier VR games did like with like artificial locomotion where rather than like, you know, moving forward with your feet like you're pressing a stick and you're and you're moving Mm -hmm. forward and that stuff can make people sick so yeah that stuff is being designed around now to where it's not as much of a thing and you won't get sick but uh yeah if you are able to uh do a proper horror vr situation let me know there's this one thing called face your fears um where it is a game where there's a couple different scenarios one of which is you are a little kid in bed in the in at night like you're you're supposed to like kind of sort of lay down and you hear something in your closet and then you hear something under your bed and stuff starts happening it is just frightening like so <laughs> scary. Um, and, it, and it's seated like and the, you don't move nothing happens like you can lean over and look to see to look under the bed and stuff like that, but you're not actually going anywhere, so that yeah. would not make you sick, but it would scare you. So you should check it out.
1: Oh yeah, no, I would 100. I think I, unless I'm thinking something else, I might have seen like a quick trailer for it, but I've definitely never never tried it and, and don't know much. So I would love to do something like that. Is yeah, my point? Yeah.
0: <laughs> too, too spooky. That's my that's my things. Too spooky. Uh, moving on from there, but so, uh, one last tweet, um, and this one's pretty recent, uh, you know, basically just want to give you a platform to talk about something that we all enjoy. So you basically have a tweet. You say, you guys, this isn't an ad, uh, I've been screaming about shutter from the rooftops for the past year. Uh, you talk about how, if you love horror or thriller, it's an absolute no brainer. Um, why is horror? We know why shutter is so great, but
7: you know, what makes shutter so great to you? I think what makes Shutter so great is the people behind it. Um I think that Sam Zimmerman is a big part of that. Um mm-hmm. he is like the 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 app is curated by people who just absolutely love horror and love finding new horror that or you know forgotten horror that's actual like quality. Yeah. Um You know, it's not like they're spending all this money to get, you know, all of the leprechaun movies on there and all the puppet masters. You know, that stuff's fun, but Mm -hmm. they're looking, you know, around the world and saying, like, who's doing exciting stuff? Who, what's something new that you haven't, that you may not have seen? Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just curated extremely well and completely to my taste. Like whenever there's a new thing that pops up that I don't know about that's on shutter, they're like, Hey, this thing's on here now you should check it out. You know, seven times out of 10, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's up my alley. You know, like I probably, my most recent one was uh, caveat. If you guys saw caveat, I, I didn't not. see it,
0: but I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah
7: very, very interesting. Um, I know there's one uh, called the medium that I haven't checked out yet, mm-hmm. but I really want to. Um, I just, yeah, I just love shutter. Like that's probably my, it, it's definitely my top three streaming services. Uh, oh yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, it's a must have for me no 100% and this, is, and this is not an advertisement. Yeah. Oh no, man. If <laughs> I got if I could find some way to channel my like nerddom for shutter into something that paid money like uh, that'd be that'd be a no brainer but for yeah, now just I'm just telling everybody to go get it.
0: 100 a shutter yeah. shirt on stage. There yeah. We yeah. Go. it would still be black.
1: You, you would fit yeah, in yeah. and just have yeah, black, on black on black
6: shutter. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Perfect. No we we love shutter uh and you're absolutely right it's you can just tell with anything, you can tell when someone making something or, or, or a business or a company, when the people that run it and are behind it truly care about what they're doing. And mm-hmm. the people at Shudder are definitely horror fans and we appreciate them. Wow. Um, so you mentioned that you do some composing for mm-hmm. movies. Um, we just recently watched Bad Candy and it was a ton of fun. Oh, awesome. Uh, yeah, so I'm just curious how that, when did that kind of start, the the composing for movies and, and how you got to where you are now and what you're working on?
7: Um, I guess it really started right around the end of 2017, early 2018. Um, you know, because I've always had just a, a, you know, a love for film and film music. And, um, you know, I've been saying for years that I wanted to, you know, one day, you know, work, you know, scoring film. But it was one of those like seemingly daunting tasks where I was like, I, I'd love to do that one day. Like how many times do you say that about whatever? It's like, oh, it'd be cool to do that one day. And um, I was laying in bed with my uh, wife watching a movie. I don't even remember what it was, but I, you know, I'd, I'd said it in passing to her. And I was like, man, I'd love to do that one day. And she's like, well, why don't you just do it? And I was like, well, I don't know. I've never done it. I don't have whatever connections I would guess I would need to be able to do that. Um you know, it's it's a big learning curve as far as the skill set goes and and she was like, "Well, why don't you just say that you're doing it and then see if you, there's an opportunity that comes about?" And uh that's what I did. I I went on uh I went on my different social media accounts and I uh, I just said that my my studio was opening up for writing projects. So if anybody had a, uh, a, a short or a film or, uh, you know, a video game or an album or whatever, and they wanted to, you know, get somebody to write on it to hit me up. And then it was just a snowball from there. There was a guy that did a short uh, that was looking to get a feature off the ground. And I, connected with him on that. And that ended up being this film called Whelm that I did uh, back in 2020, 2019. And that's out now. Um, And then uh, an old friend of mine is a uh, director uh, that lived out in LA and he was working on a film and ended up getting connected with him. And it's just been one of those, it's that thing you always hear where it's like, oh, I did this one project and the the DB on this thing, you know, was working on this other thing and he put my name in for this thing and it was just a a snowball, but I've been doing it nonstop since basically late 2018. Um, and I think by the end of this year, I'll have, uh, five, uh, features that I've done that'll, that'll be out that people can, people can watch. Um, and it's, uh, it's my dream, honestly. You know, it's the thing that I've been wanting to do forever. And, you know, I'm hoping to be able to do it for the long term. That's yeah. my that's my goal. I, I'm actually right now in the middle of building out like a mobile studio setup because um on the Voyeurus tour, I have a film that I'm gonna have to be working on during the days for that. So um I think that me and Aaron are gonna be uh uh like splitting hotel rooms during the day, like because he writes for you know all these different like pop artists and whatnot. And I think we're just gonna like I'm going to have this little, you know, mobile nerd <laughs> station, and I'm going to be scoring while he's, you know, doing his thing. So it's, I uh, yeah, recording. man, I'm thankful. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's wild. They're yeah, very, 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 very cool. Yeah. Oh, no,
1: that's just like you, like you said, um, before, before we started recording, you're, you're very busy, but it's, it's stuff that you're really stoked on and, and passionate about. And that's just awesome.
7: Yeah. So yeah. Sick. I, I, I try to keep that perspective, um, you know, especially on the nights when I'm laying in bed at three in the morning, <laughs> looking at the ceiling, just like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> just swap. I do with my life. Like, yeah. I try to be like, all right, like, even though I'm stressed, you know, it's still, you know, it's it's not a stress that I would like complain about openly because it's like, oh, like I have to write things for my rock band, but at <laughs> time I have to work on this movie and uh, I'm just so stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I them. am, I just yeah, like, I yeah. have to vocalize it. No, there are
1: there are worse problems. Creative <laughs> creative work is work and creative stress is stress. And yeah. Are there um are there any albums or not albums, uh soundtracks from from movies or particularly horror movies that like really inspire you or, or are some of your absolute favorites?
7: Oh geez. <laughs> so many. <laughs> you know, I I think uh the the score that I can point to and say, like, I that that was what made me want to do this is uh uh John Murphy's score for sunshine. Um, it's not technically a, a horror movie. Well, the first three quarters of it is not technically a horror movie, I guess. Right. But that was uh I, I saw that that movie on tour and I walked out of it like saying, like, that's what I want to do. Like, and it was it was just immediate. Um, so that's probably the, you know, the, the biggest one that I could, that I could point to, but there's just so many that have come out over the past, you know, however long that I, I love like the, uh, uh, the score for the Nighthouse. Um, I yes. really, really like that. Um, that's great. Uh, I think Ben Lovett is the, the, composer yeah, fan. yeah, he's he great. He's he- great, man. Everything that he does I'm, I'm into.
1: Yep, we yeah. had a the pleasure of talking with uh, director David, David Bruckner. Bruckner from yeah. that as
7: well. That movie was awesome. <laughs> Dude, I, that's probably my favorite movie that came out this well last last year. Um, I was like, a that's the first movie in a long time that like actually frightened me, where I was mm-hmm. like, like scared, like when when she, when the people like running off the 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 cliffs. yes yes. Dude
1: haunting
7: that scared the hell out of me <laughs> and like I didn't know anything about that movie going in uh so like I didn't know a thing like I didn't know even the premise of it so Great. every every like little turn every little twist of the plot I was like oh wait what's happening oh gee like you know and then obviously I went back and watched the trailer after mm-hmm. I saw the film and I was like oh they gave away like five of yeah. the seven things that like yeah. blew my mind you know yeah Gosh, I cannot say more about that movie. I just I absolutely love it.
0: Um just quickly, have you seen The Ritual?
7: Yeah, I was gonna say. It.
0: Yes. yes. So okay, good. good.
7: I you have, have, to, make sure. we have yeah. to make sure. Oh, dude, I I love it. And I I don't like It's it's a semi spoiler for The Ritual. We've talked about it. Sure, oh. in
0: any film. Oh. You you cut off. You said it was a semi spoiler and then you cut off.
7: Oh, sorry. Can you hear me now? Yep. Yep. You're good. Uh, uh, Semi-spoiler, but The Ritual has maybe my favorite creature in any film.
1: It's so cool.
7: Hard
0: to to debate that. It is just...
7: When I saw that, I was like, wow. Yes. I'm not a big creature guy, but (laughs) when I saw that, I was just like, that is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And they
1: really nailed, they really nailed like holding him off until the end you know yes. it's by the time you finally get get to him it is just reward it's it's not spoiled it's been built up enough and it just hits so much harder. yeah that
7: that shot of that creature in front of the burning house,
1: yes burning house. like yep
7: yeah. that'll just stay with me forever like hundred, incredible uh,
1: so 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 good
7: it's so good wow. i'm so well, jealous that you guys got to talk to david bruckner that rules he's it, he's
0: it, we were very lucky because we kind of mm-hmm. snuck it in like it's it's hard to get bigger people, you know, mm-hmm. f- while, while they have movies going on like, you know, we, we always try to I'm always in constant contact with people trying to get directors and, and actors and actresses to talk to but we got very lucky and he he gave us a generous, yeah. you know 30 35 minutes uh yeah. but now talked.
1: we got to get him for Hellraiser too. Yeah, I would say he 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 like sprinkled he barely talked about Hellraiser. He wouldn't give us much of course, but uh very excited for his take yeah. on that.
7: Yeah, he's one of those guys that uh, just no matter what he's doing, I'm just going to have a ticket for whatever it is opening yeah. night. I, I, you know, until he uh, I, I don't, I don't see him being one of the guys that, that just like falls off. Like it seems like he's just yeah. got so much gas in the tank. I'm yeah. So stoked to see what he does next. I agree. Couldn't agree more. I agree.
0: So, yeah. uh, well, as we said, Chris, we know you're busy with a, a lot of great things to be busy with, but before we let you go, uh, we, we always like to end these with what we call mostly horror recommendations. Um, normally it's two horror films and a non-horror film that you think listeners should be watching. But if there's something else you want to sprinkle in there, feel free. Um, what do you think you, you know, the people listening should be, uh, watching?
7: Oh nowadays? man. I thought I was going to have time to like, think about <laughs> uh, you're good
0: off the cuff is fine too. Whatever.
7: <laughs> yeah. Oh, or anything gosh. that you've watched
0: recently that you enjoyed too is, is mm-hmm. also a, a great one.
7: So, uh, there is a, I, this sounds so douchey to say but i got my mind blown by this movie called something in the dirt um it just played yeah yeah and uh it's uh aaron moorhead and justin benson who did the endless and synchronic um Mm -hmm. and it's it's just so good it's not technically a horror film but it's it's very very good um i really like archive 81 on netflix uh yep. that that's really really cool um also uh aaron moorhead and justin benson directed uh, a couple episodes of that uh funny enough nice. um gosh uh what else I'm trying to think what other movies i've seen lately I haven't been able to watch a ton uh,
0: <laughs> anything you've sense. been you've been <laughs> listening to we can kind of throw a curveball with you know maybe mm-hmm. an album that you've been Jamming lately that's
7: not uh, voyeurist. <laughs> oh yeah, there's this this album called <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you guys should um, totally check it out. So uh I really like the new code orange stuff. Um what oh. they're yeah, what they're doing is is really, really cool. Um the uh, uh uh Tom York and Johnny Greenwood have a side project called the smile that is very interesting. Um uh yeah I, I really like that um oh yeah yeah so all 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 kinds of uh cool stuff and uh this band called Frontierer. i've been uh jamming yeah okay and uh and another one sorry uh no nope, you're fine uh converge <laughs> just did an album with uh chelsea wolf and oh. that is very interesting so okay. i yeah checking that out
0: no that is but- uh a wealth of of recommendations yeah. uh, i've been excited to to check out archive 81 since it came out uh and something that they're in the dirt i've only seen positive stuff i've most of the films that they put out i only see positive things from horror fans about um but i'm excited to see something that in the dirt definitely
7: yeah um, it's cool too because it's a total like uh gritty indie like they they it was the two of them and uh the producer uh david that uh it was just them and they made this like as, as far as like actually being in the room and shooting stuff yeah. uh, and the film is just basically the two of them and then there's like a couple talking heads but it's very like uh very actual indie film which is yeah which i i love it it, it made me think a lot about uh primer or primer have you guys seen that prime that sounds
1: really primer. familiar what
7: it is it's the guy who did uh upstream color what's his name oh wow upstream uh,
0: color is a movie i haven't heard since like 2012 <laughs>
7: yeah and, and I, i'm honestly not a huge fan of upstream color but his film before that when i saw that it gave me a very similar uh vibe as something, um, I'd Shame. recommend it. Uh, if you if you Shame haven't seen tariff. Primer, uh, don't read anything about it if you don't know anything about it. Yeah, okay. They they made it for like five thousand dollars. It's a a feature, and it's just I, when I was watching it, I was like, "Yo, whoever this dude is, like, he's going to go on to do incredible things." And he just didn't really he, like. I think the time between Primer and Upstream Color was like. It was years. Like he didn't do anything. In, um, yeah. And oh yeah, it looks uh, like nine years. Yeah, it was out. a long time. Um, I, I don't. The dude's brilliant. Like he's just absolutely brilliant. So check out Primer if you haven't seen it. Hell yeah! Wow,
1: absolutely. you gave us so much, and I'm, yeah. I'm very
7: grateful for it. I'm like, excited. oh, I don't have any suggestions. <laughs> yeah. All suggestions. Let me
1: think. I thought I was gonna have some time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no these are awesome well chris listen man uh we appreciate you uh being on the podcast it's been a blast to talk to you uh congratulations on the release of voyeurist as well i don't think we said that but you know congrats congrats. on on having such a a wonderful you know longevity as a band uh and continuously going as well um and yeah we we appreciate the time yeah thank you for
5: having me i appreciate it absolutely man Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco. Or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code WONDERY at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WONDERY at liquidiv.com. Are you guys
0: coming? low than code orange you better be oh is that oh, in may? No, I, I will not
3: be why uh, yeah I think i'm not gonna go to new york to see that you come uh, and yeah, you my... see your friends and you just happen to see well that. maybe but it just all—it's yeah. maybe i'll come to new york in may
1: <laughs> all right well do it
3: i gotta do figure it. out what's going on i want to come to new york i just gotta figure yeah. out when to do it yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would but, yeah may is probably fun. nice and warm
0: yeah may is nice
3: I'm not going fucking anywhere where it's also cold until it's like warm again.
0: No, it gets warmer here before, um, like
1: Michigan.
3: Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see?
1: Yeah. The 6th uh, of May. Did you guys see the emo's not dead cruise thing? Everybody's talking about the when we were young, whatever. I'm sorry. What? Oh
3: no, I didn't see that. That's cool.
1: Oh my, listen, 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 listen. Emo's not dead cruise. Uh, It said sailed on a sea of tears, dashboard confessional under oath, which is (laughs) fitting. uh, Newfound glory Um, Thursday, plain white tees, Silverstein, Hawthorne Heights, William Ryan Key, formerly of yellow card.
4: Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, Cassidy
1: Pope. um, (laughs) Just Cassidy Pope,
4: not him. Yeah,
1: that's all it says. And then uh, Amiri or Emory. I'm, I'm memory.
3: Um, Amir? Yeah. Or Emory.
1: Yeah.
3: I don't think she <laughs> but, did Hey Monday after the voice or whatever the fuck she was on.
0: Yeah, she got bigger from the voice than she did.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm but like I don't think anybody who did Hey Monday fans listen to the her her shit after it was so bizarre. It was just the weirdest shit when she did that. I have no idea. Don't
1: know. The Either point is where. you guys trying to go on a cruise?
3: Yeah, for real. No, I do want to go on a cruise. I just but not
1: right now.
0: Yeah, for COVID. (laughs) Um, all right, we're here for another game. This game's interesting. Um, obviously, we just talked to Chris Dudley from Underoath, and we figured we would choose, uh, not choose, we would create a band, but the band is only from horror characters. Um, we're gonna choose a vocalist, a drummer. A guitarist. I know. Previously, I said a bassist. I don't know if you guys went with that
3: I did I, I, I did not. I did not stick to the core four okay. that you initially mentioned that's until true,
4: until two p.m. today. I was trying to put together like a, a European synth wave band. Really nice. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. So we'll we'll do it. Six guitar or six keyboard players named Sven.
0: have <laughs> 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 a way bigger. You just like went with like a huge.
6: Yeah. Yes.
0: Um. But yeah, we're we're gonna name our bands. Uh, we're gonna you know do a draft style how we normally do. So if someone chooses your person, they get taken out. But I don't know if we'll have any issues with that. I and sure then um, not. we I also don't want to go in like order, so we don't all have to choose vocalists first. Like we don't all have to choose whatever first. Like we no, can no. Cool. just think whatever you think may get picked first. Um. Yeah. Cool. So name your band, and then if you're listening to this, uh, we'll post this graphic probably on Wednesday. And uh, tell us who you think is the headliner, who you think uh, you know is direct support,
1: who's opening, and what did you say, Sean? What was the fourth one? So who's who's the local band we picked up for this night?
4: You know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah. that last place is the you know, local, local band done. that sent yeah. four emails to the promoter. Talk about <laughs> <Yeah>. please, <laughs> please, <laughs> please <laughs> It's please. the make good. It's the make good different. show for this yeah. party,
3: local opener.
4: Yeah. We we will So
5: we
3: things. laugh, but yeah. we have all been all for we of were us, that band, band that made good local opener out <laughs> yes. of who are not good enough for the shows we were playing. Hey man. Absolutely.
0: That's fine. Um but listen, what we'll do is uh I'll be generous. Uh I'll go last. Bruce, you can go first because you haven't been on uh you've been on the we've been on before you, so you'll go, then Brandon, then Sean, then me and we'll we'll go in a Got circle. You. So okay uh Bruce, tell us uh what's Tell us what the name of your band is to start.
4: So I was just telling Brandon before we got on that I had the only like band name I came up with. I thought Sean was going to take. So I like being the first. Um, the headlining band is going to be the hash slinging slashers. <laughs> and and we are a Classic. hard core death metal band. I'm talking. Oh, about shit. HXC. Death death. Death. Yeah. Like, okay. like, even when you're feeling heavy, they're heavier than that. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. The slash Slashers. slashers. I like Unreadable. It. I can dig it. I can yeah.
3: It's too many letters to fit in anything
4: <laughs> anyway. Right. Right. It's just going to be like the logo shirt, white on black, scribbles. Yeah.
0: just. I want to see if there's like a a Deathcore band name um, creator that I can put that into. Oh, yeah. yeah. I
3: feel like I played around with one of those in like Miss Breen's class in middle school or something. Like, I don't think... <laughs> I don't think that's new
1: territory at all. If, if your logo doesn't look like the blackout uh, tattoo work, you know what I'm talking about, where they just yeah. like drill. They have four the dudes, black just, yeah, where they just drill oh. into you. It's like four giant ball dudes just <laughs> on your fucking back. Yeah, yeah. that's then, a then
3: that's a story. It's supposed exactly to look it. like
0: it's supposed to look like tree fucking roots, and that's it. yeah just basically and that's the logo um bruce who's the first person that you're you're getting for your band
4: um the first person is going to be my vocalist i know Mm -hmm. we said we could stray from the path but oh um but i'm doing (laughs) leather i'm doing a very primal leather face a lot of grunts a lot of (laughs) (laughs) um but but very very specifically, like every cool vocalist, he's gotta have a cool mic stand. So it's gonna be like a dead body on the butcher hooks, like how nice. he's hanging them up. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, real, real grunty. Oh my god. That's yeah. good. He's the type of vocalist. That's that really just goes, good. Oh. And then
0: yeah. he, uh, the
4: song starts. Walks out, swings a chainsaw into the crowd like an open water bottle. Doesn't care about the
0: repercussions. <laughs> yeah, just straight Ronnie Radke's it, dude. Like, right. doesn't yeah. doesn't
1: give a shit. Oh my God. That's, That's real great. nice. I yeah. like that a
4: lot. He's got
1: to bring out
3: the chainsaw, though. That has mm-hmm. to be part of the show, obviously. Oh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like, like there's it's going to be involved in some breakdowns, like,
4: you know, like 100%. <laughs> Very zombie EP esque. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: That's a good one. All right. That's a really good one. That's
4: a
3: little bit too hard coming out the gate. I will say that, but I respect it. Dude,
1: bows
4: immediately. Yeah.
1: I
0: like
4: how you're like, oh, yeah, everybody's got to build up to the massacre at the end. I did
0: a synthwave band <laughs>
3: <And> <laughs> vocalist <laughs> <leather face. laughs>
4: Oh, I totally forgot it was synthwave. I totally
3: thought was death it's not.
0: It's just yeah. it was funny that you said that. Yeah. Um, all right, Brandon. What's your what's the first person that you're picking?
3: Oh, my first person is also going to be my vocalist. Uh, okay. I am. I I want to. I guess I could open with the band name. Basically, the band name is Pages because it's about what's inside, not about. <laughs> The covers, all right, so keep that. Okay. That's and it's kind of like a fusion jazz prog mixture with some deep ass vocals, you know, I mean? okay. like of vocals on top man. of like stealing jazz yeah. prog, yeah, with a little bit of Fleetwood Mac mixed in there. So, you got yeah.
4: <laughs> it's like, you ever heard of share Boys? You ever
3: <laughs> so coming out the gate, um it's his project it's it's his passion projects uh on lead vocals your 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 front person is the babadook uh that's got to be the obvious choice um the stage presence is undeniable i mean yeah. even if it's just presence that's kind of what it's all about <laughs> and also the gay icon does not hurt when it comes to advertising to be no. completely honest with you yeah. so i think he's great i think the babadook yeah. is a great uh, an option for the front man. Um, is,
0: it a, is it a hindrance that he only says one word?
3: You know, there was a band. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I thought about that. I genuinely was like, does the Papa Duke say anything? There was a band called Caninus, I'm pretty sure at one yeah, time. They yeah. were a death metal band. They were fronted by two, I think they were pit bulls. Um, <laughs> so the band just recorded the two pit bulls
4: barking uh, Is this real? Use the, yes, one yes, hundred fifty percent. Yes, and like uh, sometimes they'd run it through a sampler and like get the legitimate like arf 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 arf. Yeah, that yeah. you would hear in like a, the goosebust. And uh, like when they would do blast beats, it'd be like Grr. like it would be it would yeah. be really
3: really cool. Uh, so if that can happen, I was like, hey, <laughs> we can make one word work for anything.
6: Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that's fair. Well, I I'm with God that. Damn it. Damn.
0: <sighs> They did, seven, they did a seven. Inside, they did a seven-inch split with cattle decapitation. Caninus did.
1: Yeah, amazing. That's I don't nice. know if I've actually heard the music, but I've heard the story about Caninus several I'm gonna, times. I'm it's gonna bad. look them up as soon as we're done because oh, yeah. that's ridiculous. I'm sure it's been played for me at some point.
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. Sean, are you going with the vocalist too?
1: Um, I'm not. I'm not. All I'm right. gonna hold out for him because I'm worried about about uh, my lead guitarist getting picked up. Okay. So, uh, so. My band is called uh, The Things That Were, and it's going to be very like it's. We're going to be like we are the things that were, and then the crowd is going to call and shall be again, and, cool. and it's going to be nuts. Every show, I just
3: you fucking. I only hear Separate Ways by Journey.
1: Really, dude? Yeah. it's well,
6: someday cool th- love will find you. <laughs> that's,
3: that's all I fucking hear with that. That's that's so good though. I love it.
1: <laughs> um wait till you hear my vocalist but uh, all right so on lead guitar we got pyramid head and he's really following the the bucket head sort of like you know he's he doesn't say a fucking word the the ladies love him all right dude we're talking just panties on stage just non-stop and he just he doesn't even look at anybody he just he DJ it. it. no no one listening is gonna get that, but he just this is all he does and just rips the
4: entire show. For, um what if so, he's yeah. listening to this, like driving to a mundane <laughs> job and he's like, Oh no, hey. what the fuck? <laughs> sorry Jake, if you want to talk about it, we've you've
1: been an inside joke in a very positive light for years, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, so uh the things that were in Pyramid Head, and I'm I'm gonna give you. Uh, more of an idea of the sound as we go. But I can tell you, they they really, they don't feel, they're not stuck. You know, they're willing to experiment. They got a, a panic, uh, a panic sort of um, spirit when it comes to being willing to sound different from song to song. So, cool. uh, yeah.
0: Okay, that's a good, Pier- <laughs> that's Pyramid a Head one. and Leatherface are both like very intimidating people to think of being in a band yeah. stage. So that, that's it's, perfect. It's, mm-hmm.
3: it's funny because, George Corpse Grinder Fisher from Cannibal Corpse is not far off from Leatherface. That's that's exactly as far as stature is concerned. was like something big, big guy. Yeah. Yeah.
4: No neck. No fucking
3: (laughs) 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 neck. It's just a muscle. He looks like his neck's just a fucking thick pork tenderloin.
1: And he just spins that shit at a thousand miles an hour on stage. It's so funny. I, I forgot to add pyramid head basically just put strings on his giant sword like that yes, and just plugged it into something yeah, yeah. Cool. so
0: all right cool no that's that's perfect um all right hell yeah uh so my band i don't really know what type of music uh, i think i mean they're so they're female fronted but they're a female fronted okay. hardcore band uh the type of music that it's not like it's just like yelling it's like you know angry yelling but a lot of uh-huh. mosh calls a lot of like yeah mosh calls all day um okay they're called the helophone poles. Uh, it's like the telephone pole, but with yeah, hel- I got in front it. of it. Yeah, so it's <laughs> the helophone poles. Um, <laughs> and uh, my lead, <laughs> <laughs> I was proud of it. My lead vocalist uh, is going to be Reagan from The Exorcist. Um, oh, that's a okay. yeah, good choice. She has she has a lot of wild possessed. Has a lot of great energy. Uh, yeah. Can scream her ass off and also has yeah. great mosh calls like stick your cock up her ass you motherfucking worthless cocksucker
4: and your mother sucks <laughs> cocks in hell and yeah you're gonna die up there i like it's the all, idea of like <laughs> in black stage spotlight yeah. on her she's like watch yeah. this head spins the second it comes back around ting ben, 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 ben. Yes. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So exactly. oh yeah it's she all
3: it, it almost is it. like it almost verges on like those like uh uh what is it called? Like those insane clown posse bands? They're hardcore bands. Twisted. Like the, like the clown core, like that kind of oh, crazy yeah. psycho core stuff. Yeah, like, but dude, no. Shit, she
0: she would be. I, there's a band. There's a Michigan band. I can't remember what the fuck they're called. But I. This is what I'm imagining for them. I just wish I could reference them correctly.
4: They were called. Uh, I don't remember what they were called. Did we see them when we saw a lot Was it that chick that sounded like a banshee? It wasn't a lot but away? it.
0: It, it wasn't gouge away there were lo- there were a local band we did see them at the crowfoot um but fuck I can't remember'll I'll try to look it up uh while we're doing this but yeah anyways female fronted straight puke just everywhere. hardcore puke everywhere yeah
1: um and but yeah well, also i feel like so i feel like reagan would have have a beautiful singing voice like that would just come out and you'd be like oh my god and then out of nowhere she would scream and yell with six different voices at the same yes. she would
4: sound like a yeah. chick from ice peak very cold <laughs> there you go very, yeah very good singer but yeah. very cold and, and then I obviously
1: right and then just puke on the audience
4: yeah
0: 100%. I just don't uh I don't see her singing at all for this. Oh, uh, just okay. I the type of band would not sing at all. It's the, each song's okay. about a minute long. Uh it yes. just makes you want to punch your tall you. brother. I saw um, some
1: Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Like, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
0: no. Okay. Straight hardcore. Fair. Um fair, fair, all fair. right, so that's that's my choice. Uh Bruce, who are you who are you taking next?
4: Uh I guess I won't do guitar next. Um I'm gonna do Otis Driftwood on the bass. He's greasy as hell. He's not yeah. afraid to put on corpse paint. He yeah. is lanky. Bro, he's gonna be Way up here, bass way down
3: here, <laughs> and just dude. Bruce stood completely sp- up from his
4: chair. Yeah, he's gonna smell like Down shit. to the floor and did yeah. the splits in so bass the knees. Yeah, yeah. oh, his stinks. bass is, whoa. <laughs> I don't think he tuned it all tour. I, I really don't. It's missing like two strings. <laughs> yeah, he smells like shit. He looks like shit. But I mean, he plays the right notes. Sometimes yeah. he only plays
0: the top string, so you don't need any right. other string. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. So the low um,
3: strings, do technically, do Steve. I
0: can't. Whatever. That's what I meant. I can't find <laughs> this fucking band. It's gonna kill me. I don't know. We'll A figure it video. out.
3: Um. I'm pick first.
0: I know the lead vocalist's name, but I don't want to say it out loud because I'm not friends with them on Facebook. But you are. Uh. But I need Sean find out. I am. Yeah. Find out who what this person's band was called.
1: I can't see you're gonna have to send yeah it doesn't help me man oh no oh uh uh i know what you're talking about you're friends Um, with
0: her on facebook we'll cut this up but you're friends with her on facebook find out what band she was in because she's the vocalist Uh, of the band and like literally the the thing i'm thinking of
1: i don't know if i can find it into into in time um Damn it! It's fine. It's whatever. We'll figure it out. I'll see if I can find it. All right, Brandon.
0: Who's your next?
3: Okay, choice? so I'm gonna go with my drummer next, and it's definitely a curveball. So I went with, and Sean and I, we 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 have some neurons that are reaching each other from long distance here. I went with the armless man from the Silent Hill movie okay Things hear bumps. me out hear me out <laughs> have you seen the man walk there's something funky happening with those legs and feet he's yeah. got some rhythm he's toe tapping his whole way across <laughs> he's spewing out acid but that's neither here nor there <laughs>
6: yeah.
3: he's, he's got the groove inside of him he's got the funk down in him he's got the funk. <laughs> yeah. back in the 1980s uh <laughs> That's what he does, bro. I like Def when you Leopard, preface uh, shit with, yeah. like, I know you're about to go off the
6: rails with something.
3: <laughs> Back in the, boy, the 1980s, a tragedy struck the world of uh, of rock and metal, specifically British metal. Def Leppard's drummer was in a serious car accident and lost one of his arms. Now, most bands would replace the drummer, not Def Leppard. He, uh, yeah, their leopards are never- already deaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good joke, Steve. Let's move I on. Got next one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> catch you next time on mostly horror movie night. Anyway, it's basically, a... Def Leppard kept him in the band, and he ended up being able to relearn how to play drums with like a technologically advanced drum set with one arm and two feet, where his feet are obviously controlling more than they normally would. Yeah, and he can play very, very competently and sounds for years and awesome, for decades. Still does, depending. still does it. Yeah, yeah. He still play shows. Does, does it? Does he have Why? a a new arm. So I believe they tried reattaching it in the beginning, but Ugh. it didn't something happen either. Well, I don't action or it didn't it. take, but I mean, like, no, does he, he have doesn't, like a... I don't believe so. I mean, he doesn't drum with one at least. Hmm. Got you. Yeah. Interesting. May, hmm. Yeah. So fast forward almost 40 years, probably. And it's 2022. We can absolutely have a drummer with no arms.
6: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. If this he's got progress. the
3: passion, if he's got the drive, if he's got the toe tapping <laughs> rhythms, He's get him a contract. That's all I have to say about it.
0: It's all about the heels too. It's all about the heel toe. Heel toe
3: technique is important, Steve. You know all about it. You know all about it. (laughs) No, that's fair. You know exactly what you talked about. That's fair. Armless man. Armless man on drums.
0: That's a unique choice. Yeah. All right. Amazing. Sean, who's who's your pick? Who are you choosing next?
1: Okay. I'm going with Michael Emerson from the Lost Boys. Uh, hear me out. He's going to be on base. He's going to be I'm, on base. On base. Yeah. So let me tell you why. First off, we need a pretty guy. You need one pretty guy and he's the pretty guy. What's I was going
4: to say, you need one guy in the band that fucks everything that moves. Dude, exactly. That and, and of course, he's he not the bassist. Dude, yeah.
1: he <laughs> like, and he's just such a, such a perfect like, counterpart to pyramid head. He's the Pete Wentz of the band. All right. And sure. and he just like he doesn't give a shit about and he just like learned how to play these songs, you know, for this band on bass. That's all he does. He just tours to fuck. And you know, and yeah. And so it like he's he's definitely I want that juxtaposition. Um and he's got some cool levitation stuff. Sometimes you know he pulls out the vampire face because it is post the movie. Uh so yeah
4: his mom comes to all the shows. Uh, I like the idea of having a uh, two part song on that, on your band's album, mm-hmm. uh, you're eating worms. And then the next song is called, I'm yeah. a Michael and they, they flow into one. Yes. Another. Absolutely. Song is called you're eating. Hey, Michael, you're eating worms. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and he it. would <laughs> drop down. For, like he would be hanging up there while, while you're, you know, the whole show, you're waiting for for the things that were to, to, to come on. And Michael just drops down from the ceiling. He's been napping. So
4: <laughs> you've been, it's all good. You've been napping. <laughs> yeah.
0: Been napping. No. So um, Michael, all right. Great. That's a good one. I like a that good one. one. Thank you. I'm still trying to think of this band's name to compare it to. I, for some reason, the band name Short Leash jumps out at me. Or I maybe, was it Backswing? Great, bell. No, maybe it wasn't Backswing. Oh, it totally was Backswing. Yep. The band's called Backswing. There you you look, go. Up, look up the band Backswing. <laughs> uh, Michigan Hardcore 2K17. Um, yeah. so you'll so you'll, find, out my band's, yeah, you'll mm-hmm. find out what my band's going to sound like. All right. I
3: like. I like that idea. In closing, how about each of us give the closest resemblance as far as band is concerned yeah. that we can think okay. of? And then people yeah. can check it out and learn new music and also see how weird our bands end up being in some cases
4: that's a good that's a good idea Um, i've got i've got mine yep mine's Mm -hmm. back um all right
0: my next choice uh on the keys i didn't pick a bassist. i chose a a guy playing keys um a guy a a thing and it an entity uh known for messing with electronics i have the poltergeist uh playing in my band um really you know I don't know how it would fit in my band now that I've already stuck with uh, it being a hardcore band. The but,
4: refused had a synth player and he I just guess. did bow, 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 bow. Yeah, lots it would of, be,
3: lots of lots of proto-punk has synth, and it wouldn't I think be you're like, fine. You're fine, it, Steve.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't be like really heavy, like Corgi synth. I think because it's the <laughs> poltergeist, it would be like even like Theremin vibes, you know, just like weird noises and shit going all throughout everything. Yeah.
4: Um, kind of glitchy. Is that thing yeah. breaking? Well, no, yes, he's doing glitchy. that on purpose. Well, yep. they Abrace should it.
1: set up, they should set up like, you know, have the, the crew come out and set up a bunch of keyboards and electronic like equipment Yeah. and then roll out a thing of TVs behind yes. it that, you know, that, and he just reaches through different arms. <laughs> like
0: well, he doesn't even need to play. Like the, I think the TVs would be just for show. But okay, he would yeah. be able to also control like the stage presence and the yeah. you know, fucking things that are playing on the TVs. Yeah. He's a keyboardist also, programmer. Yeah. Yeah. He does all the electronics. He's in the whole
3: shit. he's in the Got whole it. system. Yeah. yeah. He's pretty much infallible unless you I mean you call the, the, you know you gotta call.
0: The only thing
4: Who's <laughs> <laughs> Bumpsters. The only <laughs> thing
0: about this uh is that it makes it so the band can only play in venues that were uh built over native american burial grounds um Uh, so it kind of limits you know like how kid rock isn't playing at places that require to be vaccinated you know my band you can't can only play in a a few
4: few spots aren't whoa but that's actually kind of smart you're talking about hardcore bands hardcore bands don't make any money almost ever (laughs) but wait wait but indian burial grounds casinos on top of them casinos pay for residencies you guys are (laughs) touring hard but you're touring like the casinos right right the bingo halls (laughs) yes three nights in a row we'll be here all week (laughs) i mean i'm sure
0: i didn't even think of that yeah i'm sure it's a thought
3: I'm sure the VFWs are kind of itching for some... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, some uh, VFWs, that, bingo
0: halls. Yeah. God, they, need, they need to
3: fill out that space, man. That's just empty space.
0: That's a, that's a good <laughs> it's idea. Empty space. I'm bummed that we never play... I've never played at a VFW hall. I feel like that's like a rite of passage for like... Like Not
3: played at anything akin to one.
0: No, just a skate, <laughs> skate rink. just
3: mostly, yeah. We've played a skate, skate rink, and just it's always just like dumpy In the venues. A school.
4: An abandoned venues, school. But, yeah.
3: that's the coolest one i think yeah, the played, coolest one uh, yeah Fest for sure. we played in no well, I, I was, was actually about house of vans, vans. house of, vans. Oh, house of vans. oh
0: house of vans that too yeah, played yeah. That to I mean, Damn, we yeah, were cool, that we had were had
3: cool t- for about six hours one day everyone no big deal go listen to a really desires. cool
0: skate yeah no it was so sick all right uh yeah. bruce the hash slinging slashers you can tell us about your drummer or your guitarist uh
4: i'm gonna go with Ooh, I guess they're they're both cool. I'm gonna go with Bagul, guitar Slipknot. Oh my god, yeah, it's Mick Thompson.
3: On. It's just yeah. Mick Thompson. Yeah, circle yeah, headbangs, dude. dude. Fuck yeah,
4: Every, grunts and circle headbangs. <laughs> Otis is just, just getting sweat and grease and mud everywhere. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> The idea
0: that has just such in a specific look, yeah, perfect. While other,
4: yeah, <laughs> the lifeless body on the butcher hooks is just twitching, the whole yes. dude. This is great. Oh, <laughs> <my> <laughs> God. I went, I went. Death metal. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. They literally it's just cannibal course. this is it's like this all that is, I yeah. imagine. This yeah. is merging on sketch and comedy, cannibal course. course. This is almost <laughs> good
3: material. We almost yeah.
4: need to trademark this. And somebody send this to Brendan Small. We should get metal <gasps> back together. God smart. God smart. Smart.
0: That's very good. Damn. Love him it. and Otis match up so perfectly. Yeah, they yeah, do it. too. Cool. Oh. All right, Brandon. What do you got next?
3: Okay. So next for me is my keys player. I got a keys player nice um this one's a little bit of a deeper cut and this one to be fair is more so just out of like practicality and versatility so i went with six shooter which is a puppet from puppet master three too long's revenge uh it's a made for tv (laughs) puppet master but he's a cowboy he's got six hands he's got six arms yeah he shoots six guns (laughs) <laughs> i got him playing three different keyboards i can have yeah. him doing three different types of instruments at the same time no fucking problem dude yeah. he
4: looks cool too
3: yeah the he shooter. fills out he's gonna fill out all those spots i, I, I i'm very he's confident got that, in his abilities
4: he's got that jawline and that chin mm-hmm. women are gonna swoon mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> what uh
4: space ghost uh zoltar
1: is that who who hangs out with space ghost who's uh who's the bug that hangs out with space ghost
3: do you, any of you rack and what's the other one yeah
1: the um, either way he I, i'm shocked i don't know this but the circle like piano table zorak. that he has yeah. yeah is it zorak is zorak oh, i said Brack. zoltar yeah. Yeah. Zoltan,
3: zoltar, zoltar is the zoltar. <laughs> is the one you put the money in it's the magic ball yeah there the, you <laughs> go yeah
1: fuck all right well either way that like round key table that's what you need and you need like 6 of them and then other whatever's around. That's how you do it.
3: It's really smart. I don't <laughs> exactly like what it needs to be. I don't
0: like 6 shooters mustache very much, but it's what? okay. Well, um, I don't
3: what is it? I don't remember what it looks like.
0: It's know? it's like two little wisps oh, oh, One okay. wisp and another wisp
6: <laughs> I was well, he concerned like it your was mustache. a different
3: I was kind of concerned it was a different kind of mustache. That's why I was like, "Oh uh, shit, is it there- no, no, he's not. <laughs> not <Hitler>. hey, 6 so, <laughs> shooter. I got I mean- You got to go, man. <laughs> The puppet master, puppet go master and puppet master and nazism are kind of hand in hand to a degree as well so whatever really well there's a lot of nazism in puppet master yeah oh mm-hmm.
0: gotcha yeah that's uh, <laughs> not
3: saying the nazis saying. invented puppet master
0: yeah i was like i don't I didn't hear anything about that
3: <laughs> no 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 i'm saying it's it's part of the movies all right some of them
0: six shooters are good a good idea i've never even seen that character before um
3: for TV, all right sean man.
0: the things
1: that were who's next who choose? you choosing On drums on drums dude bring in bring in all the energy head in a cage we got the jackal from 13 ghost (gasps) cool and the think of the energy doesn't even need six arms all right not just joey yeah (laughs) the biggest kit that you've ever seen in your life just shit to hit dude by the end of every show they gotta get her just shit to hit (laughs) dude by the end of every show or at the beginning of every new show they gotta get her a new kit because just destroying all right um I love yeah it. all chaos all the time, but still still in tempo somehow. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, the the jackal, the, the jack
3: the jackal sets
1: the tempo.
0: Despite right? all my well, rage, yes. I'm still just a head in a cage. It's, it it's a jackal. Is it a
3: jackal? It's a jackal from Thirteen Ghosts. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I still have never seen Thirteen Ghosts. I know that has it's to be so I think it's.
3: I think it's my favorite of
1: that era of horror films. I think it's, it's my favorite. It's amazing. It's yeah. Um, Dude, what what were um, you were you just little,
4: not woozy spending? Yeah, woozy
1: <laughs> um. were you not spending your your Fridays and Saturday nights watching the Sci-Fi Channel? What
4: were you doing, dude? Steve, dude, Steve had ice creams in it's middle really, school. It's really He scary. was <laughs> definitely it not watching. Up. Ghost. Yeah,
0: I wore ice creams in middle
4: school. So yeah, that's
3: you, you wore ice creams in middle school, Steve. They you were new, dude. Steve, no, but he's got news, a white beanie new. on a
4: white shirt. He looks real clean, right? They're now. They're both <laughs> off white, bro. <laughs> oh, he looks real clean. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways,
0: uh, that's good. The jackal. Just from looking at pictures, so I can see them being a good vocalist. Yeah, um, God, we All gotta right. get you to see that movie. Okay, I'll I'll watch it soon. Um, next, I'm gonna choose my drummer. I'm gonna leave guitarist for last, but my drummer uh, is similar to to Brandon's choice of six shooter for keys. Mm-hmm. Um, but what better drummer is there than one of the spiders from Eight Legged Freaks? Yo, I, I just watched that, that man, dude. Damn. You got Good six place. hands, two feet, full heart, can't lose. <laughs> straight up I, I'm not huge. a fan of that... and they're he like the biggest yeah. drums that you've ever seen. I'm you're not jacked. I'm not a fan of blast beats, but like blast, blast beats, beats galore. Yeah, in yeah. This yeah band. it has to be uh, a waste of blimms blimms otherwise. Absolutely. And I feel like it'd be really cool, like just just looking at them like very short vocalist, but she's like really tough, and you just have a monster spider in the back. Uh, yeah, as well as up, uh the visage of a of a poltergeist, and then the other person that I'll choose. Just visually, I think my band looks cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was I was trying to think of things that had multiple hands, and I don't know if yeah. 16, so. I consider playing it.
4: at tempos like six thousand.
0: Yeah, yeah, literally whatever you want. <laughs> the only thing is when they're headlining, uh, you just have a you know people have their their drum set already set up but covered, and so their drum set's just like taking up the entire stage. But yeah, it's still every, covered. Yeah. Um. So all the openers, you know, all, all your bands are pissed that you don't. Have they like play space on the floor
4: them. of those sets. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's
4: just the way that it has to go.
0: But yeah. So one Hello. of the spiders from Eight Legged Freaks. Um. All right, Bruce.
4: What's your next? I like. Choice? Um. So this works out because. Uh, it's the third band we're not talking about in a row with a big ass mm-hmm. drum kit. We're talking about versatility mm-hmm. and we're also talking about wokeness. My band's touring with Brandon's band, the Babadook's best boyfriend. I got Pennywise, Pennywise <laughs> on the drums, dude. He is versatile. He's versatile. Oh yeah. And it's going to, he's going to come out to two and all doing his little dance and you're going to get creeped out. <laughs> it's good, dude. He's going to get in your head before they even start. I
1: see big that's red weird. balloons just being bounced across oh, yeah. the crowd. Dude, just...
4: like a beach ball at a Nickelback show. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: then they pop and then
3: they coat everybody in actual human blood. Yes, right, of, yes. Course. of
0: course. But also, Pennywise that's can turn into other things too. Like, mm-hmm. wasn't there a spider Pennywise yeah. too? So that yeah. Versatile.
4: What he you he's been got, saying? Dude, he's got range. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't <laughs> think of the... a way to say versatile. No, all the range. That's yeah. Right.
0: That's no, that's good. perfect. Uh, that's the
4: hash slinging um, slashers that's if you, you, you want ideas slivers, go listen yeah. to cannibal corpse yeah, yeah.
0: that's a, a great uh visual band as well yeah. um all right hell yeah brandon wrap it up with uh your guitarist
3: so oddly enough i didn't choose a guitarist at all
0: Oh okay <laughs>
3: yeah uh, Twin uh, i kind of cheat i kind of cheated for my last one so i went with uh bob summerfield from 1998's psycho the gus van zandt psycho who's bob summerfield doesn't matter who plays bob summerfield flee from the red hot chili peppers okay so <laughs> i'm hoping by some chance a 10th of that man's skill is transferred through acting. Uh, yeah uh <laughs> just just being a thespian alone just the the the, 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 the connection between actor and 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 person
4: yeah cool. Oh my um, God. Cool. Because okay.
3: <laughs> if I can get that in there, that puzzle piece makes us millionaires. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm all for it. Pages, right. the book is closed. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Damn. Ugh,
4: that's, that's I, really I thought about
0: trying this. I was like, do I know any horror characters that are actually like musicians? But, dude, I Ozzy is in like,
1: like so many con or something
3: like <laughs> yeah yeah he's in a so. bunch of movies from i think he's in a couple of 80s movies like other yeah than that like it's crazy i found a list of like musicians in horror or whatever and there's a lot of weird like alice cooper's in some
1: shit and chester's in ones. saw six like oh, oh why yeah. did i fucking forget yeah
0: man. yeah
4: <laughs> Can't that's use a now. bummer
0: that makes me <laughs> feel like i know sean's next pick unless you're gonna throw a wrench in this no okay nope no you don't know my next pick there's no all right way. well the the pages are closed so sean what's your what's your final choice
1: my last choice is my vocalist and it is the lead fucking vampire himself marlo from 30 days a night okay. and he comes out cool. dude he comes out on some god no god <laughs>
4: <laughs> <Banshee stories>.
1: yeah <laughs> and uh and yeah, and I see him being super like just black eyes, and he doesn't, dude. He's like Vince Staples at a show, man. He just stands there. He just like you. All you can see is my mouth, but but just glares. Everybody else, lots of movement, lots of movement happening, and he is just stoic, staring, staring you down, covered in blood. Uh, yeah, and does uh, he
0: wear like all black, like how he? Because he has like a he, very white face,
1: and then. He, it's it's uh it's like black suit super black suit like really really nice but then mm-hmm. really shitty black ripped up coat over it
4: um, oh okay
1: and, oh, and like and, the yeah. weathered
4: the trusty dusty coat
1: yeah yeah like, this like, is my everyday
4: like, coat i don't care if it looks like shit
1: exactly <laughs> yeah. like like two two thousand dollar suit and then my father's old yeah yeah there you go (laughs) yeah (laughs) so interesting yep marlo 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 Marlo. and he does a lot of he probably they probably do some shit where they bring him out like record players you know for him to put his nails on and like uh, you know uh just weird stunts they're gonna play with sound but just made him so much scarier
3: i almost get like the dude from meshuggah i feel like he kind of stands there and it's just like impending doom while he waits yeah hens
4: Hens kidman it's i uh
1: i didn't explain the sound of the band and now that we have everybody you know yeah. we, we got we got pyramid head on on lead guitar we got michael on bass uh being the pretty boy we got the jackal on drums and then we got marlo as our lead vocalist and think think like imagine if all of these guys were just super german like super <laughs> german and it's it's like it, it's basically intument of the machine meets all of the German shit that Bruce has showed me meets like old Ozzy. And that's cool. what I was saying with like the range is kind of all over. Everybody's bringing weird influences.
4: Um, it's kind of heavy. It's kind of stoner, but it's then just, it's uh, who yeah, doesn't yeah. love Rammstein. Yeah. We got, yeah. <laughs> we got,
3: we got first EP job for a cowboy. Yep. Rammstein.
1: Yes. And yep. Ozzy straight up. It's, it's like, fine. yeah. Do God. No God. And then. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's good.
6: Yeah.
1: So lots of stuff. I love this. That's Thank a you. good one.
4: That's a good cool. one. Yep, the things um, that
1: were and shall be again.
4: I like it. That is a good It's like list. a drunk 50 year old screaming
1: Slayer. <laughs>
4: like, yeah, man, whatever, bro. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, to wrap up my my band, The Phone Pulls, um, I have. A guitarist, and I—I I also cheated here. Uh, I didn't—I didn't take it from a movie. I took it from a—a a story. I took my guitar okay. player from from a story, um, a story that's about someone from hell. So I feel like it's—it's it's horror adjacent. Um, dude, the devil from the devil went down to Georgia. Like <laughs> he he's he fucking round of card. Of the card yeah. one of the best
4: right now one of the
0: best fiddle players <laughs> so he's gonna fucking ever kill it on guitar yeah. ever ever you can't dude toe to toe he'll take it like he's no. <laughs> he's so good i tried i tried to look up and see if there's ever been like a short rendition of that movie or a film that had the story in it i couldn't find one i had to still go with it because that's it incredible incredible to got to a good actually. Episode.
3: i feel and, like that's like a that's such yeah. a well-known story. I feel like there had to have been some kind of film adaptation. I mean, yeah. like there's
0: like there's like Faustian deals and like everything, but like mm-hmm. specifically, the devil went down to Georgia uh, yeah. with like the the fiddle contest shit. Really yeah, besides quickly. like Futurama. But yeah. yeah,
4: for anybody that says that doesn't count, Steve will bet a fiddle of gold against your soul. <laughs> saying <laughs> that the devil's better than you. Yes, exactly. no,
1: it counts. It counts.
4: But it's dude, I thing. just imagine
0: again. Very I, I I just imagine like this tiny little Reagan huge arachnid behind her with the devil and a poltergeist like that is like
4: a
1: visually
0: big fan Um, if you
1: had to give us some visuals for your devil what would it be like in your head
0: i honestly just imagine like a cool devil guy not like a not like beelzebubby like he's Mm -hmm. he's he's the one you know like reagan's a human but reagan's gonna be like full demon mode yeah um so he's going to be the one, like, slick. Oh, he's know, like a like, slick. Handsome. Like the he's, Constantine he's
3: a devil-ish. The yeah, Constantine devil-ish?
0: Yeah. Or like the uh, Ghost he's Rider not, devil. The Ghost the Ghost Rider devil is a good one. Um, Yeah, not, one. he's not, like, as Russian or Ukrainian or whatever the uh Constantine devil Constantine is. Yeah. But... He's definitely, you know, he's he's not dude, the tenacious back. D in the pick
3: all, of Destiny devils. Yeah, right. no, he's no all, not Although he for. fucking shreds, so he, he would does, have been a
1: good choice. He would have been a very good choice.
3: He's the, the devil, devil he can do, do what he wants. Right. All <laughs> Whatever white suit, he's got, he's
1: gonna flaunt. All white suit, black feet. Like that's that's how it has to be.
4: I do okay, like that fair.
1: look a lot.
0: It's yeah, really and red cool. red face, obviously, and horns, you know. Yeah, sure. Gotta keep it classic. Big
4: wait, big horns or business casual?
0: Probably business casual. Just, okay, just enough. Well, they're, like just they're, enough right.
4: to, yeah. they're implants.
3: They just, they're average. when he pops on, he just swaps them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're he, average. Um, average. In I like fine.
4: he wants to wear a hat. Yeah,
3: like fucking Coolio. <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> I thought a really good runner up band would be like a children's choir of all the dead kids from Sinister. Yeah. Wow. They just yeah. Sing wow. The scariest shit in the entire world. It's, yeah. just, it's just footage of Snuff films behind them, yeah. Da, who, da.
6: <laughs> <laughs> <Forest>.
1: <laughs> just who's okay? I like oh my that. God.
0: That's really good. So, wow. to recap, we have uh, the holophone poles with Reagan on vocals, um, this a spider from eight legged freaks on drums, the devil from the devil went down to Georgia on guitar, and the poltergeist, um, just handling all the electronics. Uh, we have Pages, Brandon's band with the Duke on vocals, the Armless Man from the Silent Hill movie on drums, Bob Sommerfeld, who's played by Flea uh, from the Red Hot Chili Peppers on bass, <laughs> and Six Shooter from Puppet Master 3 on keys. He's got uh, six arms, yeah. He's got mm-hmm. six arms. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. the
3: band sounds basically a oh, combination yeah. of SZA with <laughs> this Japanese band I listen to called Gesu no Kuwami Otome. Uh,
4: they're the um, best band. Yeah, they really are the best okay. band. Okay.
3: If you just type G E S U space N O, you'll probably find them in Google. Yeah. Perfect. And
4: then go on a deep dive.
3: Yeah, yeah. phenomenal band.
4: <laughs> yeah, I was
0: about to type out what you were saying and I didn't I typed in Gesu. <laughs> so that's good. Um and then Bruce uh, Bruce had the Hash Slinging Slashers who sound like Cannibal Corpse with the vocalist Leatherface. Uh, Pennywise on the drums, Bagul on guitar, and Otis Driftwood on bass.
4: A lot of and
0: wind banging. It's Except just, for
4: Pennywise's oh. hair is just like a floating marshmallow, man. Because he's just, <laughs> just going at it. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a little marshmallow. Yeah. Well, look up Pennywise's hair. He can't circle headbang. No. Just-
3: can you put one of those? A, him, can you put one of those hats that Neil Pert would wear on Pennywise? Oh yeah, like, like one of those goofy like I don't know yeah. what they are, but like, like a
4: billless cap. Yeah, Amazing. it's
3: like a, yeah, some kind of billless cap he would wear.
4: Yeah, it's good. I don't, I don't want to imagine that. Um, it's good. And then
0: Sean's uh, band, The Things That Were. What do, what do they sound like again, Sean?
1: They sound like uh, like like old German. Bruce, what's what do you call that? Like that, you know what I'm talking about?
4: That mm. that. And like industrial metal like german yeah, like, industrial yes there you go german
1: industrial metal uh like a german industrial take on entombment of the machine and um yeah, um,
6: yeah. and
1: uh or Jaffa for a cowboy yeah and uh who else did i say <laughs> oh uh like old Aussie. like old ozzy yeah yeah okay
4: they they're oh, not yeah. afraid to get low and slow sometimes yeah they're That's where the ozzy comes lots
1: in. of weird sounds happening
4: mm-hmm.
1: from track to track and from from uh just in the middle of the song yeah i like this
0: we have uh we have marlo from 30 days of night on vocals the jackal from 13 ghosts on drums pyramid head playing his big sword thing as a guitar and michael emerson from the lost boys on bass
1: looking pretty Um,
0: again if you're listening to this please tell us who the headliner is and just who isn't headlining i think whoever headliner is just wins that's good for me Mm -hmm. Um, but if you want to sort these one through four that's fine as well um, any last thoughts, boys? I like these bands. Oh, I like
1: fucking, these
3: bands. Let's take like
4: the shit bands. on tour, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I think the scariest take us thing... on
3: the 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 fucking the emo cruise. Yeah, that?
4: yeah. hell yeah. I think the <laughs> scariest down. thing is a children's choir of those creepy ass kids. <laughs> <ass dudes. laughs> Yeah, you should have done really, I mean, that's like, just absolutely one. horrifying First child. children's yeah. choir number yeah. two same children's, choir. children's <laughs> choir more kids just building your choir talk about
1: dah, dah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> that's a good um, fifth option
3: there steve just yeah. only a children's choir made up of the dead kids from sinister yeah that's,
4: that's the fifth option yeah. if they're just, headlining then we all we all eat tonight that's fine.
3: Um,
0: as always, if you're listening to this, thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Mostly Horror and on Instagram at Mostly Horror Movie Night. Send us a DM, a, a tweet, an email,
6: and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.
1: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Mostly Horror early and ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or. You can listen early
0: and ad free with Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey.
6: Look
3: around. You can find cars like these on Autotrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Autotrader. Just you wait. Autotrader.